T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We'll get back to the phone lines in a few minutes. Here. First, we got a special guest with PointsBet now. Ryan Leaf joined the show. Former NFL quarterback. Ryan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Joe. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. And uh, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Have you, this, is my first, this is actually my first time at Radio Row. Have you ever been here before? Yeah, I've been here the last seven years yeah. going through this. So, so tell me how it's changed over there. Because now I notice it's called Media Row. You notice that? It's not even just Radio Row anymore. They, oh. they changed it because they have branding yeah well we have tiktok behind us so i guess that's uh that's part of it but yeah this this is fun i mean it's um it's cool and it brings everyone out this time of year it does it's changed the last one that that i thought was really like normal was pre-covid in miami and it was unbelievably packed people stacked on top of one another as you can see over the years you know people are a little more further spaced out and stuff like that but it's still be you know this is the first super bowl i think that that people are back and all in yep and they're going to be out in droves, and, and we've seen it this week, and it's been a lot of fun. I've been here for the last three days doing some work with Sirius, of course, with my NFL radio show, but you know, today with points bet and, uh, and kind of getting ready for the game. So let's talk about the game. So, Ryan, give me your thoughts on Jalen Hurts, how they've evolved over the years. I'll tell you, I'll be frank. First time I watched him play at Alabama, he was 17 years old. I was like, this guy's not a quarterback. I didn't think he could throw. I mean, he was a, I, I thought he could run, and he had some good attributes. So I was like, he can't throw enough. And then he just got better. And better and better. And then I was, I was intrigued when he got to Oklahoma. I was like, he's throwing it better. But still, I wasn't sure. Eagles draft him. And then I just started to become a fan of him. Like, you hear him talk every day. I'm like, there's something about this guy. Uh, so I believed in him. But even I didn't think he'd get this good this quickly. What did you think of him, and how has it evolved? All right, so one of my last uh, assignments for ESPN before COVID hit was uh, I covered the pro day at Oklahoma with uh, C.D. Lamb and uh, Jalen Hurts and talking to all the scouts and uh, all the coaches who were there. Uh, I remember thinking that if there was a team that drafted him, it had to be a team that was in need of a quarterback at some point. I don't care where they draft him, second, third, fourth round, it doesn't matter. They have to have be in need of a quarterback. But they can a team that's on the verge or like on the fringe with the quarterback is not going to be long for that quarterback to be out the door. And I knew it when Philadelphia picked him up. Carson Wentz was not long for that job because – this dude outworks everybody. Uh, he is a leader regardless in that locker room, whether he's the second-string guy. He was more popular at, at, at Alabama as the backup after Tua took his job than, than Tua was, and Tua is one of the nicest guys you've ever met in your life. Uh, he just He's going to will himself to it, and the staff sees it, and I, clearly the organization and the, and the city sees it. And what you have is, is a guy that uh, uh, I, I think fits the, the identity of Philadelphia, kind of that underdog role that no one expected anything from, and rose up and you know he played incredibly well last year right he used his skill set of running the football 
They got to the playoffs. They got embarrassed by Tampa, which I think was a huge educational uh, opportunity. And then he went into the offseason and said, okay, i got to improve. i got to get better throwing the football because we, we, we're going to see defenses with eight guys in the box this year. That's right. every single time. So not only did, that, did he go out and do that, the Philly backed him up, and they went out and got A.J. Brown. They made a big draft day trade. You know, and I didn't know if it was going to work. If you go pay a wide receiver a lot of money, that's, that's iffy because you mm-hmm. need a quarterback to get him the football. So what happened this year? Well, guess what? Teams put everybody in the box early in football games, and you got those one-on-one matchups. Now Devontae Smith wasn't being double teamed, right? You had A.J. Brown on the other side, and he was incredibly accurate, incredibly, and they gave him opportunities to throw shots down the field, right? And it's just been so much fun to watch. I love seeing him succeed. I really do, and I'm excited for Sunday for him. I am too, and you said it. his ability to throw the ball down the field with accuracy this year has been amazing. That's been the biggest change, I think, with him. He actually kind of reminds me of a guy that played at the time you did. He reminds me when I watched him of Steve McNair. Like, he, he plays with a toughness at the quarterback position. And not that, I mean, all quarterbacks are tough. You have to be. But, like, I almost feel like the Eagles have taken on his, his spirit, like his leadership, and, and he plays the quarterback position Difference. I thought Steve McNair played it different. Like, those Titans teams were tough, and I thought McNair was a big reason why. He was, and I remember going up against Steve. In fact, like, it was one of my only, you know, I didn't have many wins uh, as a starter in the NFL. You know, one of them was against Steve McNair and the Tennessee Titans, well, Titans team at the time. So, uh, I, I agree with you. That's a great comparison, a good comp, because he can throw the ball. Uh, he's gotten better at throwing the ball, and when he needs to use his legs, and it's not like – it's not like lightning speed. It's, right. it's just getting to where you need to get to. Kind of like McNair. Like he, yeah, he just, but he got those first downs. And he was physical yep. at, when, at the point of attack when, when things need to happen. So, yeah, I really like that comp. That's a good one because, you know, and now he's got an opportunity, just like Steve did to get a championship, you know, against a prolific quarterback and Kurt Warner in that end. Right. Now he's going up against Patrick Mahomes. We'll see if uh, he's got the goods to get over the top because there's only been three guys to be able to do it, or really two guys to get, be able to do it over Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Tom Brady twice. Once with the Patriots in the AFC Championship, once as the Bucks quarterback, and Joe Burrow. Like, so those are elite quarterbacks. Right. To get through Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs is Jalen Hurts, the next guy that, that that's able to do that. You know, we'll find out on on Sunday. So when you watch the Eagles' offense, what what makes it so difficult? I mean, early in the season, you mentioned they were bringing the guys up, eight guys in the box, they threw it over their head. It just feels to me like they'll just take if you give whatever you give them, they're just going to take it, right? Like you bring guys up, we'll throw it over your head. You go light, we're just going to pound you with this offense light. It feels like. No matter what defenses do, they're in a bad spot. It is because normally when you're going up against a, a quarterback in the NFL who doesn't threaten you with his legs, you don't have to worry about him. You don't have to account for him. So, therefore, you can utilize and don't have to worry about an, a, an extra gap to protect. Right. All right? So when you have a guy that can run the run pass option, can do the zone read, that means that you have to account for him and there's another gap. And your gap integrity on a defense is incredibly important. So you have to bring down that guy. Okay, if you're going to bring down that guy and try to stop the run, then you set up one-on-one matchups. And now they've added that great wide receiver on the perimeter. So you're going to get one-on-one matchups, and you're going to find matchups where they're deficient against one of their better players. That's why Quez Watkins in some big games has had big games because that's just been a matchup problem because of his speed. And so that's been the problem for him. So you can't win either way. The difference is he hurt his shoulder. And he, didn't, he isn't the same throwing the football. Although I am not of the same mindset that a lot of people are, that he looked off the last few weeks. My thought process was they didn't need to throw the ball. They just dominated the hell out of the yeah. Giants and the 49ers late in the game, right? And it, So they didn't need to use them for that. It wasn't because they didn't want to. They just didn't need to, and they ran the ball incredibly well. So the 121 yards passing against the 49ers, I have no concerns over at all. So it, it's hard to win, and Steve Spagnuolo is going to have to figure out a way to get pressure on him, make him 
into a pocket passer, right? Not a guy who's doing stuff rolling out. And that's really difficult. If you run the football well and utilize him on the perimeter run of the football, it, it's, it's a, a no-win. I think they score a lot of points. Yeah, I think it's a high-scoring game. And I'm, I'm with you on the Niners game. Like, I think they realize second quarter, as long as we don't turn the ball over, we can't lose this game. Yep. Like, just be really careful with the football. But this one they're going to have to score because the other side is Patrick Mahomes. When you watch him, what makes him so great? Because it, it's rare. Usually I feel like in sports media, you, you know this now, when there's someone great at a young age, we nitpick. Like, we look for reasons why. Like, we did this with LeBron James. We we're like, well, yeah, I don't know if he's that great. Obviously he was. Mahomes, it feels like we everyone just together is like, man, he's special. What is it about him that makes him so great? Well, I think he's, I think he's pretty darn humble for the greatest quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah. Right? I mean, he, the guy is like, you know, it's my old line. It's Kelsey. It's my wide receivers and all things. No, Patrick, it's you. <laughs> right. It's you this year because guess what? You lost the fastest guy in the NFL where you guys were able to take deep. The reason you won the first Super Bowl is because he was faster than everybody else and you could outthrow him in that game because that defense did a great job of locking you guys down for three mm-hmm. and a half quarters, right? That's the difference. And this year it was completely different. He had to – revamp his game, and Andy Reid put together a great game plan and says, you know what, you're really good at this. You're good at playing quarterback. You just had unbelievable weapons and the ability to do things down the field that no one anticipated you'd be able to do. Well, you can't do that now. We don't have the, the speed on the perimeter, right? We have some interior speed that can get in and out of breaks around the 5- to 10-yard area, so we're going to utilize that stuff. They utilize the running backs different. But Patrick Mahomes evolved. He got better, right? He was more patient. And I think losing Tyreek Hill actually made him a better quarterback, and it's a uh-oh moment for the rest of the league because now they're going to deal with an MVP type who can do anything and be as diverse and multiple uh, more than he ever was in his first four years as a starting quarterback. So the high ankle, have you ever had one? And what do you, like, what do you think he's going to be like Sunday? It's an extra couple of weeks. And the one thing our callers keep coming and saying, listen, you know, get after him. He can't move. And I'm like, but he gets the ball out quickly too. I mean, I I understand the idea of the Eagles pass rush is great, but but he he only got sacked 20-something times this year, and he threw it 500-something times, so it's not easy to sack him. No, it's not. They get, And because of the fact that Tyreek Hill's gone, he does not hold on to the football. And if you watch the, the evolution of that game uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals and watch in the first quarter, he goes one, two, and he finds his check down. Yep. Okay? Normally, he'd go one, two, and then move around in the pocket, maybe try to set something up deeper down the field or get out. Instead, he was going to it. And this was told by the coaches to do this. Now, he started to vacate that idea a little bit later, going, hey, if we don't win, it's my last game of the season anyway, so I'm going to go full bore. And ultimately, he started moving around the pocket a little more. But in doing that, he rolled to his left one time, planted his right ankle to throw across his body, and it did exactly what a high ankle sprain does. You have that tape on. It's swelling. And it gets tweaked just a little bit. Like, just put a little strain on it, and it immediately starts to swell and get stiff. And we saw him hobble around the rest of the game. That's what I anticipate it being the same way. They keep him in the pocket, let him go, one, two, three, get to his back right away before the guys can get to him. But the, the unfortunate thing for them is the Philadelphia Eagles can get to him before he gets to that third guy. That's how good they are. So I would expect probably in the, the first you know 10 or 15 scripted plays, the ball is out of his hand before those guys get – maybe two or three steps to the quarterback. So what they're doing is they're running full blast. You have Reddick, you have Sweat, you have all the guys going hard at the quarterback. All of a sudden the ball's gone. Now they have to turn and run all the way to the sideline to make plays, doing that back and forth. And they're not getting the sacks. They're not getting into the ground. That adrenaline, everybody going crazy around it. Now it just becomes kind of mundane, and that's where the problem lies. So I expect them to see to get the ball out as quick as possible early in that football game. All right, Ryan, let's end with this. I'm curious your perspective as someone who entered the NFL right before I feel like the passing explosion happened, and it's evolved over time. I don't know if you saw the, uh, the clip. Uh, Trent Dilfer was yeah. talking. Yeah, all right, so you, you know what I'm talking about. He's not as impressed with the quarterbacks today because it seems like it's, quote, unquote, easier. 
What, what's your take on that? Do you think it's better coaching now, more offensive coaching Does it, because of the rules? Like when you watch quarterback play now, are you impressed or do you kind of say, you know what, if you had to come play in the rules that I played in, it would be harder for you to do what you're doing? It would be harder for them. It would be harder for them to – you see many of them sit in that pocket not worried about getting hit. Yeah. They don't have to worry about it. They'll sit there as long as they can. And also, they have no fear about throwing it over the middle because you don't have Rodney Harrison coming across the middle trying to decapitate you. Right. It's not happening. So, yeah, those are, those are a couple things. I understand that. There are variables to it. But if you watch the evolution of the quarterback in this, in this day and age, the run-pass option, the zone-read stuff, it's, it is the ball handling. To, all this stuff, it is incredibly difficult. Like great point guards. I go back to college, and when I go speak to college teams, I'm out on the field, and sometimes the coaches say, hey, come on, come on, throw a couple, throw a couple passes here, and, and I try to emulate what the quarterbacks are doing, and it's just, <laughs> right. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I loved being able to drop back seven steps, give me those last five steps to really kind of see what the defense is doing back there, and then go throw the football, right? I mean, this is – you have to make split-second decisions that are much different, especially when you run and run-pass option and you're throwing right behind a safety or a linebacker coming down. I think it's incredibly difficult. It makes it th- It's all about what time you are. I, I, don't know what, I don't know what Trent's saying there. I think he just, you know, Trent's kind of a guy that, you know, he, he won a Super Bowl. Um, people give him crap about it, like, you know, and he just, he just thinks that, you know, what we did back then was a lot harder. Yeah, every era is different. It evolves. Uh, listen, Ryan, I appreciate hopping. I know it's been a long day for you, so thank you so much for hopping on. And we'll check you out over at Points. What's the name of the podcast? What are you on? Uh, Straight Line with Straight Brian Leaf. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 